Welcome, world. You're listening to Bobby G's Break Room with your favorite first cousin, Bobby G. Bobby G's Break Room is a podcast that will provide you with authentic conversation and the unfiltered truth about various topics and events that are happening in the world today. Here in the Break Room, you will hear in-depth commentary on the latest news, hottest topics, and trending stories in the world of entertainment, sports, politics, and social media. So turn your volume up and lean in to listen to what's going on in the Break Room. Welcome, world, to Bobby G's Break Room. This is your host, your favorite first cousin, Bobby G. And hey, we have another great show lined up for you today. I want to take this time to thank the people who have made this possible for me. Smash Nichols Entertainment, along with VB's Boutique, we really do appreciate uh, what you're doing over here at The Break Room. The Break Room is a place where you're going to have authentic conversation about trending topics that's going on in the world today, about things that's happening in news, sports, and in entertainment. So what we need you to do is just lean in real close, turn your volume up, and listen to what's happening in The Break Room. Now, with that being said, I would like to go ahead and look at the three things that's going on, what I like to call a big three. These are three events that's happening in the world today, and with these events, we're going to kind of take a closer look at what's going on. The most important thing that's happening right now is the war between Russia and the Ukraine. Um, this is something that's taken off in these last few weeks, and it's becoming more and more of a problem because now U.S. troops are going to get involved at some point, and there's going to be deployments of U.S. troops overseas. And this is one of the things you definitely want to avoid. So my plea to everyone who's listening to my voice or who can hear me or watch me on video is if you know a soldier, if you have a soldier in your family, make sure you get their address. Make sure you send them some kind of care package. Make sure you take the time to write them a letter. I think it's important to help build the morale of the soldiers. As a matter of fact, I go a step further. If you send me an email address or a mailing address of a soldier, I'll personally write soldiers' letters myself because I was a soldier. I was deployed over in Iraq, and I know what it means to receive any kind of mail from someone back home, even if you don't know them. So my email is bobbygbreakroom at gmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-I-E-G breakroom at gmail.com. Please send me your soldiers. Send me the information to the soldier, what unit they're in, where they're stationed, where they're going to be deployed. Send me the address, and I will personally write letters to them myself. That's my my quest, my quest, that's what I'm asking for everyone to do. Um, so the war with Russia, it's going on. And um, one of the things that we found out is that WNBA star, two-time world champion Brittany Griner, she was actually in Russia right before this started, and she was detained in the airport. Uh, she was detained because she had uh, vaping paraphernalia in her bags at the airport. So they detained her. And this is when everything started to happen. So um, the question I had was, what in the world is she doing in Russia? And I found out that with WNBA players, I think the average salary or the highest salary is about $250,000 a year. And so what they do during the offseason, they go to different countries and they actually play for other teams. And so from what I understand, she was in Russia playing basketball and she was trying to make her way back to the U.S. And that's when everything happened. So, Brittany Griner, if you listen to what I'm saying to you right now, we hope that things work out from a legal uh, legal aspect. We hope that you can get back home safe and continue doing what you're doing, from, uh, especially being with your family. Um, <clears throat> speaking of sports, Russell Wilson, the former quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, is now the brand-new quarterback for the Denver Broncos. From what I understand, this is a blockbuster trade, a blockbuster trade for um, Seattle and a blockbuster trade for Denver. From what I understand, also, Denver came out on the better end of this because they were missing that missing link 
uh, with having a, a star-studded quarterback like Russell Wilson. Um, to me, it really doesn't matter because my Jacksonville Jaguars, I believe they're going to go ahead and have a vast improvement this year. Last year, they won one game. This year, they won three games. I'm going to go ahead and make the bold prediction. We're going to win eight games. I have not seen the schedule yet, but we're going to win eight games to Jacksonville Jaguars, and you're going to hear it here first. We're going to win at least eight games the 2022 seasons. I'm going to keep both my fingers and all of my toes crossed in that process. In entertainment news, the movie The Black Panther was first released in 2018. This movie had broke records as far as box office uh, records. Um, worldwide. It was a very, very good movie. And the highly anticipated sequel is coming out November 2022 this year. What's interesting about it is two things that happened. One, the, pre- the, the primary actor, the lead actor, Chadwick Boseman, he passed away. And the story of T'Challa is still going to move forward. But I'm interested to see how they're going to put a twist on it. Who's going to be the new Black Panther? I'm interested in the storyline. The second thing is the director of the movie, Ryan Coogler, he was actually just arrested in Atlanta uh, this pre this previous week uh, in the Bank of America. He went in to cash a check and he wrote the bank teller a note that said he would like $12,000 in cash because from what I understand in the story that he told, his housekeeper or someone who works at his home likes to get paid in cash, and he was going to withdraw a large amount of money. And the point was he didn't want to cause a stir by asking for $12,000 so other people can hear him, so he wrote it on a piece of paper and gave it to the bank teller. He had his credentials, his ID, his bank card, all the information that he needed, but the bank teller, from what I understand, felt a little you know, uneasy about it because it is, it is a large withdrawal amount. So they called the police. They came in. They arrested him. <clears throat> they put him in handcuffs and put him in the vehicle. My point of saying this story is this. One thing that I learned from this is he kept his cool during the entire process. He was not upset. He was not angry. He was not belligerent. He was not boisterous or anything like that. He kept his cool during the entire process of being put in handcuffs. And once everything was cleared up, they took the handcuffs off of him. And Bank of America gave him a formal apology. And he said, hey, at this point, it's behind him. He's looking to move forward. So kudos to Ryan Coogler for just keeping his cool. Okay. One of the things I want to get into is uh, burnt grits. Now, from my first episode, we talked about burnt grits. Burnt grits is something that really doesn't go well or doesn't go right. Let me give you an example. <clears throat> I'm driving in traffic, two-lane highway, and someone comes up behind me real fast. And anyone who's dri- driven a car before, you can understand this. So you can relate to this story. Someone comes up real fast behind you, and apparently they're in a hurry, and they want to get past you, so they come around you and they get right in front of you, directly in front of you. But lo and behold, there's a traffic light maybe a mile down the road. You both get to the traffic light pretty much at the same time, and you look over at this person and say, wow, whatever you're in such a hurry for, I hope that you get to where you're going But it burns your grits because you're causing such a stir. You're driving recklessly. You're coming up behind someone. You're whipping over in traffic. And you go past them. You rev your engine. And you cut them back off in traffic again. And then you end up at the same point. That's something that burns my grits. So in every show that we do at the break room, we're going to have an episode that's called Burnt Grits. And what I would like also is for the listening audience and for the viewing audience, please send me a message and let me know what burns your grits. Tell me what burns your grits if you have an experience with burnt grits. Okay. Today's topic, we're going to talk about something that's important to me, something that's very, very important. I took this very serious, and I wanted to make sure that I have the opportunity to share with my listening audience as well as with the viewing audience, and that's called men's health. 
my first colonoscopy. Okay. I am 52 years old and I had my first colonoscopy a couple of weeks ago. And I wanted to share that experience with people who may have gone through the same experience that I've gone through. And we're going to talk about the results. So with this first colonoscopy, my healthcare provider, who I have a very good relationship with, he and I, we talked about it for years. Again, normally you should get a colonoscopy between the age of 45 and 50. And then every three to five years after that, that's how it was explained to me by my healthcare provider. And so I put it off. I put it off. I put it off until I got to the point to say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do it. We hear about the stories, say, for instance, we just talked about Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther, who actually died from colon cancer. Um, And from what I understand, it was detected too late. Maybe if he would have gone to the physician earlier, maybe, you know, things would be different. But when we're talking about our health, our health is our wealth, is our wealth. And we want to make sure that we're protecting our health as long as 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 well as with our health. Let me try that one more time. Our health is our wealth. And we want to make sure that we're protecting both of them, our wealth and our health, so we can have long lives and have long, fruitful lives. So um, I go in, I have a conversation with my doctor, and he said, hey, Bobby, it's time you really need to go ahead and do it. You're 52 years old, and you haven't had this done yet. So we set the appointment, and they gave me um, a list of things I needed to purchase to make sure that um, I'm completely flushed out. So I started recording the process, and what I've done is I have a 10-minute video that I want to share with you so you can see the process that I've gone through. And there's a couple of things I want you to pay attention to. Uh, For the listening audience, you'll still have the audio. You won't be able to see what I'm talking about. But if you go to YouTube, Bobby G Break Room, you'll be able to see the entire process because the video will be on YouTube and as well as with on Facebook. Um, You'll see the process that I'm going through. I'm talking through the process of exactly what I'm doing. And I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling through the process. And I want you to take note of that because maybe if you decide to go through this process, you have a different reaction than I did. But and maybe you won't. I don't know. But this is what this is my story. This is my situation. I just want to share with you. So I want you to go ahead and tune into this video and I'll be back in 10 minutes. Hello, everyone. This is uh, your favorite first cousin, Bobby G. And I am uh, the night before I start my prep for my first colonoscopy. Um, There is a little bit of nervousness and uh, a little bit of excitement because of the unknown. Um, I've done tons of research to try to figure out what I should be concerned about. Um, I've talked to several physicians and I wanted to document uh, the things that I'm going to be experiencing and so I can have some idea of what to expect. So I have my over-the-counter meds that I need to take, the over, over-the-counter laxatives. And um, tomorrow at 12 noon, I will begin the process of um, cleansing my system. And then I will document each step of the way as far as how well these over-the-counter meds work and the process that I'm going through. So at the end of this entire process, once I get the results, I would like to continue to record and I will share those results with the listening audience. So with that being said, I'm going to try to get a good night's sleep tonight, wake up tomorrow and start my meds at 12 and I will keep everyone posted. Have a good night. Hey, hello, everyone. This is a prep day for my first colonoscopy. Um, I have my list that uh, was given to me by my healthcare provider to make sure I have all the things that I need. First has been the Dolcolax. I take two laxatives. 
uh, first, and then I wait a couple hours, then I take two more. Then I have my Purilax, which is equivalent to Miralax, and I have to mix that with my 64 ounces of Gatorade. Um, and I also have some apple juice here, big container of apple juice that's gonna keep me running smoothly. And then I have the most important thing, which is gonna be the wet wipes. So at this time, what I'm gonna do is take the Purilax, open it up, mix it with the Gatorade. I don't know if you can see that. Get the camera right. We're gonna mix it with the Gatorade. in there, put this to the side, okay, then we'll take the Dokalax, according to the directions I'm supposed to take two of them. One and two. Pretty small, but powerful. Okay, have them. Then pouring it into my favorite cup here at Bobby G's break room. And I'll check back in with you guys and let you know how things turned out. Hey guys, it's been about 45 minutes so far and I've taken uh, two tall glasses of the uh, mixture that I had earlier with the Purelex and also with the Gatorade. And um, as of now, I don't feel anything. Everything seems to be, you know, normal. Um, this here mixture has a pretty interesting taste. It doesn't taste bad, it kinda, kind of sweet but not so bad taste and I normally with Gatorade it has salt in it so I don't taste the salt at all so maybe the mixture kind of neutralizes the salt taste but here we go again we're going to try to go ahead and finish the entire container within the next half an hour you can see I have much, how much I have left so it's not a whole lot more to go so after I finish all of this here within the next half an hour um, something should be happening pretty soon so I will definitely keep you guys posted and let you know how things turn out. Hello everyone. Um, well, I've had my first, uh, I would like just to call it a, a deposit. And um, it, was, it, was a, it was a tough one. Um, right now I'm experiencing uh, bloating, stomach cramps. Um, actually a little bit of lightheadedness and dizziness. But um, I know it's a process I got to go through. I've consumed all of my liquids um, that I needed to take. And so now it's just waiting for it to really take effect in my body. But um, I've made one deposit. And I'm quite sure throughout the day it's going to be multiple more. So I will keep you posted. And, um, you know, try to hang in there. All right. This is my uh, last login for the night. Um, 
it's about 10 20 at night i think i'm pretty much emptied out um at this point all of my deposits are pretty clear liquid like um, pretty clear and that's what was to be expected um very draining day and um so I'll hopefully get a good night's sleep tonight and get up in the morning go to the appointment that's at 12 o'clock tomorrow and um hopefully have some good results so everyone stay tuned till tomorrow and have a good night and we'll talk tomorrow bye all right hey guys uh it's uh procedure day headed now to uh get this procedure done the first colonoscopy um a little bit excited a little bit nervous my sleep last night i actually slept pretty good i didn't have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom but when i did get up this morning i made my final deposit and it was completely clear which was surprising but definitely good and satisfying so i'm um, getting ready to go into the doctor's office should be there in about 10 minutes or so and get process in and then um hopefully i can log back on and let you guys know what's going on and give you an update now this is the best part is the one blanket all right now he'll come around and talk to you anesthesia will come around and talk to you then okay. um, they'll wheel you to the back and how are you doing before right. and after? I'm doing before and after. Hey guys, uh, getting ready to get started with the first colonoscopy. I have been treated extremely well by my uh, caretaker, Miss Deanna. Mm -hmm. That's Deanna with an E. Uh huh. <laughs> okay, and she's been doing a great job prepping me, making sure that I'm very comfortable going through this process. Um, it should take about an hour, and once I'm able to talk again and get myself together, I'll come back in, let you guys know how things went, and um, go from there. But right now, I'm laying on a bed naked in front of a total stranger. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> All right, see you guys shortly. All right, guys, I have um, waiting, waiting right now for the doctor and the anesthesiologist to come in. And once they come in, um, they'll brief me. I've been hooked up with the IV, as you can see. And um, procedure shouldn't take no more than half an hour. And I should get my full results today. So hopefully, um, come back with a clean bill of health and uh, you know, go from there. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome to Linda's Corner. If you're looking for motivation and inspiration to become the best version of yourself, you've come to the right place. My guests and I share stories, experiences, tips, and actionable steps to make life more joyful, meaningful, and fulfilling. We also help people get unstuck and overcome adversity, trauma, and self-limiting beliefs. Click the link to check out Linda's Corner Podcast. Uh, white Mercedes uh, SUV. Um, okay, guys, at this time, procedure is complete. I am being wheeled out to the car and um, feeling a little loopy right now, but I'm ready to go home and get some food. Talk with you soon. Hello everyone, I finally made it back home. I'm uh, feeling pretty good after my first colonoscopy. Um, everything went extremely well and I'm very happy to report that there are no issues, no problems were found uh, during the entire procedure. 
Um, the people at Boiler & Groover Clinic, they did an exceptional job of making me feel very comfortable. They actually talked me through the entire process and I felt very good going in. Still a little nervous because it was the first time doing it, but still felt very good. And I'm very happy with the results. They did give me a nice briefing on the way out, making sure I control my diet, make sure that I follow up in five years for a person my age uh, at this point, moving forward every five years, this is a procedure that needs to be done. Um, the whole point of me actually doing this uh, video log of this entire procedure is to make sure that we are aware of our health and things that we can do to make our health better. And we can be informed if there are any issues and we can kind of be proactive instead of reactive in the event that there are some issues. So I just want to say if you are a middle-aged person, say from 45 and up, and you have not done a colonoscopy, especially this is specifically to the males, and if you have not had this procedure done, I highly encourage you to do it. Initially, I was scared, um, but in the hands of good physicians and asking the tons of questions, I was able to be put at ease and make sure that the process was good and um, didn't have any issues going through. Um, secondly, also, um, make sure you look at the health of your family members. Make sure that they're in, um, involved and they know what's going on with you and your health. Um, I'm very, very satisfied with the entire procedure that was done. So I look forward to bringing more information. I'm actually starting my new weight loss journey. That's going to be starting here within the next 14 days. Um, I'll be going through the steps of me actually focusing on my current weight and trying to shed so many pounds to get into a healthier lifestyle. So I hope you walk with me on that journey as well. Until then, I will see you next time. And I hope that you are able to get something from my journey from my first colonoscopy. Guys, take care. Hey, thank you for coming back with us. I hope you enjoyed the 10 minute video. And as you can see in the video, there are different phases I went through from an emotional standpoint, from the point of mixing the, um, the solutions together to the point of getting ready to go to the um, process. But one thing I really want to point out is the doctors and the healthcare providers that made me feel really comfortable going through the entire process. Um, there are three benefits of colonoscopy that you really need to know. And I did the research on this here. There are three benefits that I really want to discuss that you really need to know when it comes to having your colonoscopy. The first one is early detection. Early detection of colorectal cancers. One in every 20 Americans will develop colon cancer. One in every 20 Americans will develop colon cancer. It's one of the most aggressive cancers, and early detection and fast treatment, it will help save lives. So one in every 20 Americans will develop colon cancer, and this was done by the national census that talks about cancer. And, you know, early detection is the best way to prevent death when it comes to colon cancer. The second thing is the detection and removal of polyps. Now, the question is going to be asked, what are polyps? Polyps are little, little, um, I, would, I would call them, um, they're little forms of cancer that are inside the colon. Little forms of cancer. It looks like a little bulb that hangs from inside the colon. Okay. And detection of those and removal of polyps is imperative because um, they don't cause any pain. Polyps don't cause any pain. So looking at my exterior, you couldn't tell if I had a polyp or not. The only way to find out if you had polyps is if you had the colonoscopy so they can go in with the camera and they can see exactly what's going on, see if you have any polyps that are hanging. And the third is the detection of diverticulitis, abdominal pains, fever, vomiting, constipation, 
bleeding, and bloating. These are all symptoms and signs of diverticulitis. Okay, these are three areas that we really want to talk about in the benefits of colonoscopy. Early detection of colorectal cancers, detection and removal of polyps, and then the detection of diverticulitis. So make sure you have a conversation with the healthcare providers for all of you men. I know we really want to focus on the men because I know sometimes as men, we can be kind of stubborn. We don't want to go to the doctor. We kind of fight our spouses and say, hey, I don't want to go. I'm okay. I don't feel anything. Trust me, it's for your own benefit. It's for your own good. Now, my results when I came back and I got the results from, um, from my physician, they actually gave me the results on the same day I had the procedure done. And there was absolutely zero polyps that were found. There was nothing wrong. I was a picture of health. And I was very pleased with that. So I was afraid initially to go in and find out about my colonoscopy and if I possibly had colon cancer. But I'm very, very thankful that I made it through the process and there was nothing there. So for all of you men, it's best to know ahead of time and then you can be proactive in doing something instead of being reactive if you found out you actually had something. Okay, that's just my medical advice to you for today. So what I'm asking you to do is please, please, please make sure you set your appointment with your health care provider. Make sure you set your appointment with your health care provider. Get your colonoscopy scheduled, especially if you're around the age 45 and up. Get your colonoscopy scheduled. And if you've had one already and it's been over five years, get another one scheduled. I'm not saying that this video is going to save someone's life, but I would like to bring awareness to things that can make our lives better, that can make our lives a little bit richer. And our health, again, is our wealth. So we want you to stay focused on that. Okay. One of the questions that I've been asked is, hey, where can I listen to the break room? And I, I failed to do it on the last episode, but I want to make sure I'm clear when I say where you can find the break room. One, the break room can be found on YouTube. Go to Bobby G Break Room, B-O-B-B-I-E-G Break Room. It'll come up. You'll see the icon that you see up here. You'll see that on YouTube. I have my own YouTube channel. Go to Bobby G Break Room and you'll see the latest episode of the break room. You can also go to my Facebook page, Bobby G's Break Room you will see the live recording of this episode and previous episodes also. Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are available, you can hear The Break Room. So we want to make sure each and every week that we have an updated show, an updated version, so you can come in and listen to what's going on in The Break Room. And in the very near future, we're going to have special guests coming on. We're going to be talking about specific topics that I think people want to talk about. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you have any topics that you want to discuss, anything you want to know about me, please send me an email, bobbygbreakroom at gmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-I-E-G breakroom at gmail.com. I will make sure I respond to you. And for those who are listening also about the U.S. soldiers, I'm very serious about this. Send me their names, send me their unit address, and I will personally write a note to these particular soldiers and try to send care packages out to all of the soldiers who may be in a foreign land right now, who may be deployed. And when I ask that if you know a soldier, support our U.S. soldiers. If you know someone who's in military, affiliated with the military, and have to leave from home to go, to, to go and deploy to a war, that they probably have nothing to do with, I'm asking that we give the support to our U.S. soldiers. Okay, with that being said, I would like to leave you with my favorite closing quote. This is coming directly from your favorite first cousin, Bobby G. Live the life you love, but more importantly, love the life you live. Until next time, we'll see you in the break room.